Hello and welcome to ABA Unfiltered. I'm your host, Tim Crilly, and today we are excited to welcome Dr. Summer Adamy and Justin Moen to discuss his role at Blue Sprig and other projects he's involved with. Welcome both of you. It's great to see you again, Summer. And Justin, welcome to ABA Unfiltered. Thank you so yeah. much. Thank you for having uh-huh. us. Uh, Summer, I, if you take a minute, could you maybe just introduce yourself and your role with Blue Sprague? And then, Justin, I'll let you do the same. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Currently, my role at Blue Sprague, I am the VP for Research and Clinical Outcomes. And as part of my role within Clinical Outcomes, I work on the advocacy team. And the advocacy team um, has participated in several different opportunities across Houston to raise awareness. And that's where I met Justin. So Justin, just give us a little uh, background about who you are and how you came to be in, involved with Blue Sprig. Um, Justin, I'm a clinical support minister. I help out the uh, information stuff and I do the advocacy work, help out the progress of spreadsheets, files, and all stuff that's need to be held on basis. Great. So you, you work pretty closely with Summer, I, I imagine. Yes. Okay. So Summer, could you give us some insight on how your relationship started with Justin and, and how it came to be? Yeah, absolutely. So I was attending a town hall here in Houston, and it was hosted by Autism Speaks. And Justin was one of the presenters at that town hall. And while he was sharing his story, he mentioned having come across Bluesbrick and that he was in the process of applying for a position as an RBT at Bluesbrick. And so we were introduced by Judith Ursetti, who works with Autism Speaks, as well as some of the uh, clinicians that are here at our Magnolia Center. They met Justin first, and then they introduced us. And after that point in time, Justin got into contact with one of our operations managers at our Stafford Center. And from there, we started working together and have been ever since. And I guess this was last year, maybe around October, I think around October. Okay. So it's coming up on a year, Justin, that you've started. Does that sound about right? Yep. Okay. So in, in that time, could you give us a a sense of some of the things you've done for Blue Sprague and, and how you sort of settled on the current role that you're involved in. So where did it start? So what was the first sort of thought process for you getting involved? What role were you looking at and, and how has it evolved into what we're doing now? Try out different things. I was pretty much experimenting with like being an RBT. Didn't really grasp onto that, but when Summer had me doing some more the, uh, spreadsheets, file uploads, and more adapt input, you know, able to work on that quickly because I also went to college for that as well. Okay, it's been very helpful and. So are you um, are you working? I mean, obviously now everything's a little bit different, but but prior to that, were you in one of the clinics? Working, or have you been sort of floating around to different places within uh, this break? Right, and I've been. I mean, I've been one to click, but also I've been uh, to the support office and some okay. other ones. That's great. So you've had a chance to sort of interact with both the the support services side of Blue Sprig as well as mm-hmm. in the clinics and around some of the families. That's great. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of parents are like having me around, and uh, also I do the advocacy work for the company, which I do some speaking presentations, like Carson's Intervention Team to uh, Rotary Clubs as well. Sorry, last week I uh, did a talk with uh, Channel Two News about autism and uh, traffic stops as well. That's amazing. I'd love to learn a little bit more about that. So, when you're invited to speak at these events, what types of information are you trying to share with these groups? Pretty much about my journey of autism and a little bit about uh, what Blue Sprig uh, does as well. 
Okay. So the traffic stops, that's an interesting topic. What exactly were you trying to share with that group when it relates to autism and traffic stops? First of all, uh, autism, uh, you know, people like me who drive behind, get behind the wheel and want some new people who are getting their license about how to handle situations of police officers, what to do. And, and like most, you know, like they want their parents, they ask for like, you know, parents license and registration, to traffic stop and how they handle the situations of a lot of educated police officers about autism as well. You're working directly with law enforcement when trying to help them in their role in the traffic stop as well. So you're really trying to explain what they should be thinking about if they were to say, pull you over for stopping at a stop sign all the way or, or something along those lines. Is that what you're trying to do? Yeah, or like if you're actually speeding or if you're like, or run a street light. So Summer, um, is that something that you're involved with as well? Or are you participating in these events? Not these particular ones. These are things that Justin has been participating in for quite a while now. So we are in the process of really nailing down exactly what our advocacy team is going to look like and the activities that we'll be supporting. And these absolutely will be opportunities for not only his own community, but hopefully even through potential web platforms to provide this type of education, you know, across multiple areas. So right now, Justin brought all of these things to Blue Sprig, um, which it's were really just cool. phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, I, like, I also, you know, pretty much from summer again now, I mean, I also like to advocate for what she does as well, like, you know, like with some alleged like stuff as well, like with the ADA and uh, other things. And one of the things that's got my bigger picture is that, uh, you got people who are on these waiver, Medicaid waiver programs. One of the things that needs to be addressed, like, you know, if you're on those Medicaid waiver programs, like HCS or class, and you got people who want go full-time, it's kind of hindering them from going full-time. And me personally, I like to see, like, okay, you can, uh, go full-time, but we'll suspend your thing for a time being kind of stuff. And if something wants to happen, it's like if some accident comes to you or like if the company goes under or hopefully doesn't, and the, uh, or if you get laid off or something, you'd be able to fall back to that. Mm-hmm. So it'll, you know, still keep your health insurance and all payments as well. We've talked to Summer uh, previously about some of the work that that she's been doing. And, you know, we definitely applaud the advocacy work. But you bring up great points that, you know, there's a lot of unknowns this year specifically has created. So the the more work you guys can do, the better. Going back on that, the concept of working with local officials in, in the communities we are in, do you see that as something that we can expand on? You know, Summer, if you were able to bring more people to that role, is that something that Blue Sprig is looking to do? Yes. And I apologize. You may hear the yap of a, a little pup from now and again. But um, absolutely. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. And, you know, and like I say, not only for police officers, but really all first responders. In Blue Sprig, we have something called clinical grand rounds. And grand rounds is deep clinical review of a case that may need some more attention or that may also need more resources. And for the last several grid rounds, the issue of elopement has come up and specifically around kids that are, because we're all at home now, kids mm-hmm. wandering away from their home. And so as it relates to some of the work that Justin's currently doing, what we want to also do is host, again, through webinar, through Zoom, through whatever platform 
platform that we could get the most first responders to host these types of conversations so that a police officer can be better equipped to approach a child with mm-hmm. autism or an adult with autism and understand that the response back might look a little different, especially if you're approaching one of our little guys that's not yet talking. Um, Justin, mm-hmm. uh, working in one of our centers and, you know, could tell you firsthand some of the early learners that we have coming in uh, may need to be approached in a different way. So absolutely, we want to take some of the work that Justin's doing and embed that and provide a bit of a broader platform so that we can make sure all first responders have something accessible to them for how to work with and approach folks with autism. And especially, yeah. I mean, we like to also help out, you know, you got other organizations like the one I help with Hope for Three, they do that kind of stuff and get in pretty much working with Darla from that. And we've been, we've been, she enjoys having my company around, helping her out with that stuff, a CIT crisis intervention team. And she's pretty much called me like a partner in crime on that. Because <laughs> yeah, she's, like, uh, she's a, a non-profit organization. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it, it's amazing. You kind of forget about the challenges that so many families have and just simple things like interacting with folks out on the street and the dangers that can occur. So it's an amazing platform that you guys are working on, on creating because the more help, the better. Justin, just kind of getting back a little bit to your entry into the uh, workforce here at Blue Sprague, what has been the most challenging thing for you just during your time here? What surprised you? What, what did you find difficult? And then what would you say has been the most rewarding aspect of your work? You know, I enjoy uh, working with the people. And I mean, some of it's not really that difficult on the uh, working with the uh, people on the, uh, it's what I'm doing now. I mean, first is just, I guess, trying to figure out my roles. That's, that's one of my more difficult to think sure. of first, <laughs> the, what I'm doing. <laughs> but it has found its own way over time on the uh, whole melding thing of, Everything working out as time progresses and what roles, and especially this whole whole pandemic, pretty much got everything. Uh, sure, mixed up for you. Yeah, you know, that was one of the harder things to get through as well. What my role is during this pandemic, and over time, I have figured out things as, as time progresses on like the different stuff I'm doing now. So, did you when the pandemic hit, we kind of had to close all our clinics. So you were having to work from home at that point. Yeah. Okay, are you back able to go into the clinics yet? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. I okay. miss us. One of, yeah. these, of course, missing seeing like like summer and what else uh, in person. Sure. Coworkers, yeah. the parents miss seeing me and missing the kids as well. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, that's been something I traveled a lot for Blue Sprig work. So I'm not in Texas, but it has been, I miss my work friends. So I, I can mm-hmm. imagine that you have that same feeling. It's, you know, you take it for granted sometimes that those people are just there. And when they're not, it, it creates a sense of emptiness. So hopefully we can get you know, back in the, the clinic sooner rather than, than later and kind of get back into the swing of being around all those people, those kids, because I'm sure you're a great you know, influence to that environment as well. Yeah, parents enjoy having me there at times, too, because uh, they see me there. They know their kids down like can be successful as well. Sure. Parents, when they get that di- autism diagnosed, they're all they're pretty much like shot down wherever because now they're concerned if their kids going to be able to be successful in the future on the uh, get through school to get into college, finding work, you know, be able to be independent themselves in the years time too. Yeah, it's it's a great it's a great point. You know, it's a scary time for a lot of families at the very beginning, but to have the opportunity to meet someone like you that's doing so many different and dynamic things. It's got to be a little bit inspirational for them. So I think the more we can get you out there meeting people, the, the better. What advice do you 
try to impart with parents when you meet folks for the first time that maybe are just now finding out that they have a child with autism or they're just entering care or they're they're new to Blue Sprig? Is there something specific you try to tell them or is it different with each family? Well, it depends, you know, because each parent, I mean, I've learned this from previous all the workplaces from oh, uh, companies that do stuff with autism related. Maybe. I mean, they have their own case by case scenario, what they need improvements or, or more skills to uh, language, to get them, you know, see if they come verbal time. Or, you know, there's all different kind of aspects. It's, each, it's a case by case scenario and what resources they need, especially most of most time, you should give them a lot of it's on the same page, but it's like those waiver programs as well, sure. getting on those waiting lists because those each state has their own wait list, you know, like it could be years or whatever, like over 10 plus years before they get something from them, like a, where they can get their name out on there and see if they get tested in there, see if they qualify. Sure. And that's a great point. And I don't think it's something that people think about right away because maybe it's not services they need at that particular moment, but it is pretty sad that you have to think 10, 12 years into the future and, and try to predict what you might need. And fingers crossed that by the time you get there, your name comes up. So that's that's great advice, I think, for families. And, you know, I've been doing this for a while and it's not something that I ever used to remember to tell folks back when I was meeting them for the first time. So, you know, it's great to hear that information is being shared. You know, Justin also does an excellent job of mentoring kids that are school-aged. He participates in one classroom in particular regularly, where he will zoom in and the kids love asking him questions about his experiences in school and also those different transition points throughout school and then transition into working and into college. He serves as an excellent mentor for some young kids that are still in school. That's great. The school system is something that we'd love to have you back on 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 a later conversation to maybe talk a little bit more in depth about your time in in school and and how that was for you and what was helpful and what wasn't the most helpful. So I think that's a great idea that we could explore in future conversations. But I I think with today, you know, I really was fascinating to hear a little bit more about that first responder stuff. And I think if that's something or, you know, we can as an organization educate people around the country on it, the impact on that could be monumental. And, you know, I think what you were talking about trying to figure out what was the best role for you, I think that's one of the great things about Blue Sprig is there's a lot of people like that. I'm probably one of them. Come in, you know, you want to do something and you get a chance to find your way and figure out what fits you the best and how you can have that impact. So I think that's great. That's what you were able to do. And and hopefully there's more folks out there with your similar experiences that could come join us and, and be part of your team as well. I mean, part of me, well, also part of me is my ideal thing too, is also like Shadow Summer and what she does and, and learn from her and what she does. She's a smart lady. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, that's my, that's my other thing right now. <laughs> while I'm going with uh, my work because you know, she has a lot of experience too in this area too. And I can learn a lot from her. Well, I tell you what, it's the stories that you have, Justin. It's the stories that the families we work with have that, you know, really fuel anything that I'm doing. So hats off to you guys. And, you know, y'all were touching on uh, some points earlier that are just so important. It's the, the relationships that we're able to build here at Blue Sprig, these friendships, work friends. It's, you know, really been special. So, you know, I'm looking forward to, to getting back to a regular normal, right? So we can all yeah. see each other again. One of the things I've learned from my, one of my previous workplaces too, uh, 
people on the autism spectrum can shout somebody and learn from them. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, Justin, before I let you go, there's a question that I like to ask all of our guests. So Summer's already been on, so we have her answer. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it on you. It's a yes or a no question. Mm-hmm. So I want you to either choose yes or no, and then tell me why you decided yes or no. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So here's the question. Is a hot dog a sandwich? No. Why? It's uh, not. A, I mean, a sandwich is pretty much like a, the toast bread and then you got the hot dog buns. It's, pretty, it's just a hot dog. <laughs> okay. So it's a, it's a bread, it's a bread situation. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I appreciate it. So I really appreciate you taking out some time in your day to chat with us. We'd love to have you back and kind of talk a little bit maybe about, you know, your school, school age experiences as well as any updates on you know where you're at with some of the initiatives that you and Summer are working on at Bluespray. So again, thank you both for joining us and uh, thank you all for tuning in to another episode of ABA Unfiltered. Well, I appreciate it.